0: looking to find out more about sport teams and how they promote their teams with hashtag campaigns The media hut is the podcast for you as christian castro brings you a weekly guest speaker to find out how they came across their favorite sports teams through hashtag campaigns and now here's your host christian castro
1: hello everyone and welcome to the sixth episode of media hut I'm your host, Christian Castro, and today's guest speaker will feature senior business management and marketing major, Lucio Ruiz. Topics will include hashtag campaigns from NASCAR, and Lucio on how he stays connected to his favorite drivers on social media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. For every turn, a twist.
0: For every start, an untimely finish. For every win, someone who loses it. For every number, a nation. For every celebration, a brawl. For every split second, years of work. For every heaven, a hell. For every good old boy, a good old girl. For every curse, a prayer. For every ounce of order, a jug of chaos. For every twist, there's a turn. Get ready for the Hashtag 500. It's a Twitter race happening during the Daytona 500 that lets you compete for real gear being used in the race. Such a huge fit. Like helmets. And
1: gloves. And car parts. Thanks, Kyle. Randy, start the van! I, I am the well. I got the hood. And the checkered flag. You shouldn't have, Danica. You really shouldn't have. And fire suits. Seriously?
0: Seriously, race fans. Just follow NASCAR on Twitter and watch the race for multiple chances to win real driver gear being used in the Daytona 500.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the sixth episode of Media Hut. I'm your host, Christian Castro, and today in the studio, joining me today is Lucio Ruiz. How you doing, Lucio? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, Lucio. And I hear you're a big NASCAR fan, and you've actually attended a, quite a few races.
0: Yeah, man. Um, well, it's not just NASCAR. I love racing in general. Uh, grew up around cars, you know, a bit of a gearhead. But yes, NASCAR is it's it's one of the top ones.
1: Awesome. And with that, we have a couple campaigns to talk about today the twist campaign as you heard during that ad the campaign was created to excite existing fans while engaging with new audiences and is representative of where nascar is headed as a sport said kim brink one of the nascar vice president of marketing and she also said in developing the spots we wanted to celebrate the heart of what makes our sport unique challenge existing perceptions inspire the entire industry and do it all authentically and confidently as possible so it was a great campaign to basically tease NASCAR and Daytona 500 coming up, saying that with every twist and turn is exciting, so you should come watch it. And the second hashtag is the hashtag 500, and a lot of it's, it's created a lot of interactivity with the fans on Twitter, and f- chances for them to win prizes. Great prizes I have listed here as I'm uh, currently looking at the list. It says here you could win uh, Dale Earnhardt's sunglasses. You can win the checkered flag. You could win their suit. It's so many, so many prizes. Uh, Have you ever participated in the hashtag 500 Lucio?
0: Yeah, man, a few times.
1: Unfortunately, haven't won anything. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Well, I mean, it's a big hashtag, so a lot of fans participate. Yeah, for sure. In order to try to win those great, magnificent prizes. And so, when was your first time you've ever you know, interacted with NASCAR on social media.
0: First time interacting with them on social media. So a few years back, we were going to um to a racetrack actually up here in Dawsonville, Georgia. Which if you know anything about Dawsonville, Dawsonville is huge for the NASCAR influence. It's kind of sort of where like NASCAR kind of started. Kind of um it's like where the whole moonshine thing and all that. Um so, I there's a road track up there, and everybody eats lunch at this uh, little restaurant in a gas station. It's a little barbecue restaurant. I believe it's called Big D's or something like that. Um, and we went there for lunch, you know, and I actually ran into Chase Elliott there. And um, super, super cool guy. I got some pictures with him and stuff. And then I started following him on social media. And that's kind of like towards the beginning of his career, kind of, sort of, Um I was really young at the time and then started following NASCAR and all of them. And yeah, that's that's the thing. That's kind of where it started.
1: That's actually really interesting. So besides, uh, as you mentioned, the driver, Chase Elliott, is there any drivers that you follow on social media or you're a fan of? Yeah. um, So I guess kind of around my
0: younger years of it, I really, really liked Jeff Gordon, larson larson's really cool i follow him as well bush you you have to kind of follow bush i mean dale of course earnhardt jr right dale earnhardt jr and
1: senior great drivers of nascar well known for those that don't even watch nascar honestly Mm -hmm. and they kind of built the brand of nascar up because of how you know talented they are racing and another person that's kind of you know, join the likes of that is, you know, uh, Danica Patrick and her go daddy marketing campaign. Yeah, That's kinda con-
0: yeah, she's super, super cool. And her like her raps and stuff on her car are always like super nice. And the the just the advertising material that she puts out, it's like so entertaining that you forget it's an ad, you know?
1: Yeah, it it really is. Like you mentioned, I remember every football Sunday, I'm sure there's a couple NFL fans that can vouch for me on this, is every time it would go on commercial break Because, you know, Fox was also the home front for NASCAR driving. A lot of televised events on there. So every football Sunday, you know, they go to commercial break or halftime show. If they weren't talking about football, you would see an ad about NASCAR or Danica Patrick, you know, endorsing her GoDaddy uh, website. And, yeah, it just – their brand and marketing is so expansive and so fresh. Even if you're not a NASCAR fan, you're, like you said, entertained by all their ads
0: yeah it definitely does not feel like just an ad you know
1: exactly and so have you ever been to uh daytona 500 a big event like that or can you describe to me an event that you've been to
0: yeah so i've been to a few different ones um my very first one was here at the atlanta track it was god i was little maybe like eight or nine probably i want to say um and ever since then i was hooked um the most recent one was um i think it was last year so i went to the daytona 500 actually i flew down the night before and then was there for the race and then flew back monday morning and just barely skidded into class with like five minutes to spare it was the perfect timing and it was an awesome awesome event
1: not only are you watching your race but you yourself were living your race rushing to class <laughs> oh
0: absolutely <laughs> in order to get Our back flight,
1: i think was delayed
0: by like an hour or something like that and i was stressing i, I honestly I emailed my professor
1: and i was like yo look i might be a little late <laughs> but i promise <laughs> i had a good reason <laughs> it was a good reason i mean you know you only get you know a handful the event only happens once a year exactly, a twenty five hundred. 500 yeah. so I mean, obviously, it's not an excused absence, but I'm sure your professional would have understood. I actually
0: ended up beating her to class
1: that day, so. Oh, okay, (laughs) so it all worked out in the end for you. Great. Describe the event for anybody that doesn't know what Daytona 500 is and what it means to be there. Right. Daytona 500, the
0: track itself is, like, unlike any of the others it's shaped a little bit different and but just the the vibe the experience it's just you know everybody there is like die hard they love it they live it breathe it you know that's their thing and you can really pick it up uh just walking through the doors it's a totally different experience from like a normal like honestly normal like basketball or football or soccer game like that like yes the fans have like this strong energy but there's something about going to the daytona 500 that's just like overpowering and the weather is always like just super super nice so you're you know you're in Daytona Beach to start off and then you have like this wonderful weather because it's earlier in the spring kind of so it's not overpoweringly Florida hot but it's like warm and you're comfortable and everybody's just out having fun it it's a great experience
1: I mean I imagine with a place like being in Florida, You always have nothing but perfect weather. But besides the rain, obviously, that happens in Florida, which is a shame. But it's always sunny down there, most likely, Uh, and if you're lucky. Another thing I wanted to point out is a lot of dangerous things happen in NASCAR, and especially it's one of the most dangerous (laughs) sports to be in attendance in. Uh, Not from experience, obviously, because I've never been to one, but I've read a lot. And I've also seen really bad accidents on tv Uh and unfortunately some fans have been involved with those accidents because you know car parts just go flying to the stands have you ever been scared or to sit close to the fence or have you ever had an experience where you were like dang these cars are coming in fast like you felt the wind (laughs) come off and you're like i don't know describe us if yeah so when i was in the
0: 2500, I actually we had like really close seats to the fence and you could feel the like the wind rushing by it, it was pretty it's pretty crazy um i haven't had like a accident happen like super close to me or anything like that where i was like super scared but yeah no it's it's like truly mind-blowing how fast the cars are going like right in front of you basically <laughs>
1: wow yeah i mean i couldn't explain the feeling of like uh, you know i get scared a little bit when a baseball is hitting to the stands yeah. <laughs> i can't imagine a car part or you know a whole car (laughs) literally a wheel or something flying into the stands that'd be scary Uh, but have you ever have you followed a driver on social media and kept up with them every day or been involved in a hashtag with nascar
0: um well the i've done the 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 you know the what was it the hashtag 500 and Trace Elliott. i well first of all how can you not love the guy he's like from down the road. <laughs> exactly. <he should> <laughs> um, and you know, I've met him and all that. So I try to keep up with him on social media like, a lot. And his social media is like really, really nice actually. He posts you know, it's a lot of NASCAR, but it's not just purely like overwhelming marketing uh like
1: not in your face branding type. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right? It's just a lot of pictures of like action shots of him and him like with fans and stuff like that. And it. I think it really brings across his character as a person, like just a super, like, humble, nice guy. You're very personable. But it, they also they do a very good job of branding. You know, they put the the logos in there subtly. They put, like, you know, they, he drives the Chevrolet car. They put the Chevrolet badge, the Napa, and all that. It's a really, really good page.
1: Yeah, NASCAR in general just do a great thing of branding. Every, mm-hmm. every brand that's on – every brand that is in hand with NASCAR – and they, I don't know, It sometimes it can feel like there's an overwhelming amount of brands, but I, they have a way of showing and displaying these brands that it doesn't feel like, you know, you're being slapped on with a bunch of brands. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think part of it is because NASCAR has involved it from such early point you know like they they've always had like the logos and their sponsors and stuff and it's always like incorporated so well into the livery of the cars and stuff exactly that now like you notice it but you don't notice notice it does that make sense like it's not like in your face like hey look this is what we're advertising but you can you you'll see the car and even if you don't remember like the number or the driver or something like that you're like oh the Napa car exactly you it's, already know yeah.
1: each brand is basically associated with a player. Like, as we said before, Danica Patrick is associated with GoDaddy. GoDaddy, yeah. And I can't remember the driver's name, but I know that this driver won at one point. He was associated with uh, Lowe's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just a lot of brands that are basically associated with a player. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of research earlier, and I found out that Chase Elliott actually runs his his own social media, yeah? which is surprising because... Huh. A lot of athletes these days, they have somebody that runs social media for them. Yeah. Well, his
0: social media really does look like he pays somebody a lot of money to run it, which is crazy.
1: He spends a lot of time on it because he likes the fan interaction that comes with, you know, talking to his fans and stuff.
0: Well, see, again, that kind of speaks of the guy's, like, just character and demeanor. Like I said, just super chill guy.
1: I think that's, yeah, because, I mean, like you said, you met him at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. and Talk to me more.
0: He was just eating his little barbecue sandwich. (laughs) And, you know,
1: I walked in and it's like, I don't want to bother you, but, like, I'm going to bother you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm a fan. Like, I have to say say hi, get an autograph. Got up,
0: put the sandwich down, took a picture with me. We had a couple of words and went about his day. Super cool guy.
1: (laughs) So it's great to hear that, you know, drivers like Chase Elliott interact with fans so well in person Mm -hmm. and both social media. You don't really see that from big end drivers because, I don't know, they kind of, the spotlight kind of takes away from them. And also, they, I've heard that they signed contracts where they actually not allowed to interact with fans really? because it me- it messes with some of their branding. Huh? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's uh, the brands that are NASCAR. You really have to follow every rule that goes along within that brand, yeah. and you can't break contract. Because if you break contract, you could lose a lot of money and a lot of sponsors.
0: Yeah, you don't want to do that. Racing is expensive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, racing is super expensive. So how much did it actually take for you, not the whole trip, but I would say, you know, to attend to Daytona 500? Is it crazy expensive, like a Mm. football ticket for the Super Bowl? Or is it more of anybody can jump into the sport and be like a casual fan and be like, hey, it's $25. Let's go. So, I mean, just like any other sport, it just really varies
0: on, you know, where you want to sit and all that. So if you don't have a lot of money, you can get a ticket away in the back. But when I went to Day 500 specifically, we actually got the tickets from a charity auction. So they were a lot more expensive than they should have been. But, you know, it was because of, a, you know, we we're giving to a charity. But the seats were like awesome. We had the seats came with like the VIP package. You could go out back and like meet the dri- meet drivers, see the cars, take pictures, just really cool stuff like that you get there like super early and then you just you get to go in the infield and just meet everybody it was expensive but it
1: wasn't dear god expensive you know
0: right it's definitely i don't remember affordable. the number
1: exactly but so what you're saying is it's affordable if it's in your budget yeah 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 and if you plan for it yeah it's... i mean it's
0: just like any other event you you have to look at your personal finances and see what you can afford but it's not bad it's it's a pretty common like common man sport you can it's not the-
1: All right. And I leave you with a couple questions. questions. Uh, one more question mm-hmm. for this podcast before we end this podcast. Do you follow a fan page specifically for NASCAR or do you just follow drivers, follow drivers and the actual NASCAR
0: page itself? And let me tell
1: you, they do a really good job with their page. It's very, very nice. I've actually not visited the page, but is there anything that stands out to you when you first visit the page that you think, wow, they're doing a great job and this is what makes them stand out overall? <laughs>
0: Right. Well they do a lot of they posting the cars and stuff like that, but they also do a lot of like posting the events well out in advance before the event so people know um when it's gonna happen and all that. And they also post like some really, really sick uh, action shots. And it's just it's really attention grabbing when you're scrolling through if you like cars or Even if you don't like NASCAR in specific, you see the shots and you're like, oh, that's really, really cool. I need to look into it some more. And then you'll just end up going down this rabbit hole of the NASCAR page. It's just, yeah, it's like it's super, it works super, super well, but it still markets to you their their series, their sponsors, stuff like that. Very subtly without you like really, really knowing.
1: And do you think NASCAR will always be the top dog in racing or do you think F1 will eventually take over?
0: See, NASCAR is so American-bred, the American racing series. But F1 is super, super cool, too. But you know what? NASCAR has been adopting some really cool technology from F1. Their next series of cars is insane. Right. It's like super tech-driven and stuff. So I don't think F1 will overtake NASCAR, but I think NASCAR will grow a lot. And it's starting to resemble f one A tiny bit. So I think the future is going to be super, super interesting with the new cars and all that. Interesting.
1: Well, thank you, Lucio, for joining me on this podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me, man. That is it for this sixth episode of Media Hut. Join me every Tuesday at 6 p.m. and a new guest speaker as we break down another team and their social media hashtag campaigns. Hope you enjoyed the show, and you'll hear from me real soon. Hut out.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Media Hut. Hope you tune in next Tuesday at 6 p.m. here on Media Hut Simple Sports Campaigns for another rendition of great hashtag campaigns surrounding the world of sports with your host, Christian Castro.